Welcome to Tay's Talk Show, the podcast tour brought to you from the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. Stay tuned because we are going to be dropping 20 new episodes over the span of 31 days. You're listening to Tay's Talk Show. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Tay's Talk Show Tour. We have now gone through so many episodes together. Um, I just want to thank you, of course, for being here. I'm always so grateful for anyone that's in my community, anyone that supports me. And so as always, thank you for tuning in and let's get into today's episode. So today we are talking about your brand identity what is a brand identity and why is it important? Why do you need it for your business? So if you've been in my community for a while now, I would say at least the last two to three years, um, I originally came into coaching doing VIP days and my VIP days were all about building your brand foundation and your brand identity. And then through that, I then ended up um, turning my coaching program into a group coaching program, which is now our 12-month academy. And in our 12-month academy, you get your the, our Brand Yourself Bootcamp, which is my course, my self-paced course, um, all about building your brand. And then in the academy, we also work on making sure that your brand identity and foundation is built as well as it is aligned with the rest of your business and your future business goals. So before we get into it too far, first let's discuss what is a brand identity, right? Because we hear brand and branding all the time and I think it's easily confused. And I think a lot of people think that your brand is your colors, your logo, your fonts, like all the pretty graphics. And while that is a part of your brand, your overall brand, that is actually only one piece of the puzzle. And so if you're creating a business or you're branding just, you know, your colors, your logo and your fonts based on what you like, what's trendy, what you think is cute, um, it likely isn't resonating with your clients because when you're creating your branding, you know, your logo, your colors, you have to make sure that it's aligning with who you're speaking to, your mission, your values, your vision, um, your ideal client. Is it actually, are you actually using color psychology to pick the colors that you're wanting to use to represent? Um, like for instance, if your brand is calm and you're like maybe in the health or the wellness industry, um, likely choosing something that's like blue or green because those colors, color psychology, um, blue and green are more calming. That's what they represent. You wouldn't choose something like red, which is the opposite of calming. And so you want to use the color psychology scale when you are actually choosing out your colors. And then two with trends, um, trends fade, right? And we're not going to rebrand our entire brand and colors and logos and fonts um, just whenever there's a new trend or whenever we feel like we like something different. We want this to be classic. Um, we want it to last throughout with our brand and our overall vision. And we also want it to speak very clearly to our clients about who we are and what we represent. So a lot of people just want to jump into the fun, right? The colors, the logos, all the, the graphics, the visuals, all that stuff is super fun. But if it's not aligning, like I said, with the rest of your brand, that foundation, 
or you haven't even built out your foundation first, a lot of times when you come across an ideal client or they come across you, the overall goal to capture them into your brand and speak to them through your brand is missed because you're not, it's not aligning with everything. So branding is the colors, the fonts, the logos, and the graphics. And I always say, and I always said this, nobody is choosing to work with you or not work with you based on your logo. Like nobody cares. Let's be real here. Um, I have, I hardly remember someone's logo. Um, it's, it's a great way to identify people, right? Like Starbucks, Target, all the big names. You can easily identify who they are based on their logo. Um, and I'm not saying a logo is not important, but what I'm saying is that your logo won't be the determining factor if somebody works with you. And so, I mean, obviously, unless you're offensive, but my point in this being is that you've got to make sure that your brand foundation and identity is laid out. It is very clear and it is consistent throughout. Meaning if you're on Instagram, you're on Pinterest, you're on TikTok, your website, all of them are cohesive and align with your overall mission, your overall vision, your overall values, and you're keeping that very clear and consistent no matter where somebody finds you. Because you don't want someone to come across your website and you're very professional and you don't cuss and you're, um, you know, using like corporate type tone and voice. And then they come over to your podcast and you're like chill and relaxed and cussing. It's like, it's not the same it's not consistent, right? And so they're going to feel like, well, one of these is not you. One of these is fake and I'm not really sure which it is and I'm not really sure who you are or what your natural voice and tone is and I'm assuming it's probably what your podcast or blog's showing me but at the same time, it's just not consistent, right? The overall mission of your brand, that foundation and identity is to clearly lay out who you are what you stand for, who you help, and how you help them. And that's the simplest way I can put it. Um, So what all goes into your brand foundation and identity? These are the pillars that I use when I'm coaching. We've got your mission, your vision, your values, your ideal client, your story, your why, your branding, so the fun, aesthetics, colors, all that, and your voice and tone. So when we're creating your brand, those are the identifiers we want to start with. And I usually start with your story and your why, because it's important that number one, you're sharing your story because people are going to connect with you through your story. I cannot tell you how many people I have connected with over the years based on my story alone, how many women are currently in my academy because of my story and my story that some of it has nothing to do with my business. Some of it does. And it's a mix of all of the things that I've been through being a wife, being divorced, being in an abusive relationship to leaving it, to being a virtual assistant, to being a mother and then growing my virtual assistant business into an agency and then being a coach through all of those things that I been through that entire journey that I continue to share with people and be transparent about is the way that I've been able to build real relationships with people because I'm being vulnerable in my brand. I am sharing the most vulnerable pieces of my life with you guys. And in doing that, I'm allowing that door to be open for people to be vulnerable back with me. And so people will DM me, people will email me and reach out to me and be like, hey, you know, I've been through this or I'm going through this. And we can then 
build a real relationship based on those commonalities. And so sharing your story with your community is going to be one of the bravest things first that you do, but one of the most important things that you do. And in sharing your story, you have to remember it doesn't have to be trauma filled. It doesn't have to be like on the edge of your seat exciting, but your story is something that cannot be replicated. Nobody else has your story. Nobody else you know, knows you and your story and everything that you've been through the way you do. And you have to be able to share that with your community because people buy from people. People buy from people that they know, that they like, and that they trust. And the more that the online space becomes flooded and overwhelmed with just more and more online businesses, the more you have to stand out from the crowd. And people are buying from people that they're connecting with and building those relationships with. And so, that is forever going to be the way that you stand out from the crowd and it's going to forever be the way that you can connect with people on a real level. Now, on the side of your story, you also need to be sharing your why or at least having some type of why of why you do what you do, right? Your why, there's two pieces of your why. So the why that gets you out of bed every day, keeps you going and gets you out of bed when it's so tough that you don't want to keep going. Um, That why is something that has to be so strong and for you, not for other people, but for you, because that is what's going to keep you going when it gets hard, right? It's never going to, I wouldn't say, I I mean, I would say it's not going to get easier. Um, It might in some ways, but then in other ways it gets harder. And so you have to determine why are you doing this and is it worth it and what's keeping you going? But then also sharing with people um, your why as far as like, why are you doing what you do? Like what makes you want to do this business? What keeps you going? And a lot of it too, like our children and our families and we want freedom and we want a better life for ourselves. But outside of that, like why do we do what we do? And I like to believe that I do what I do, which is a part of my mission for a new, like a number of reasons. But I genuinely feel like I was put on this earth like my purpose in life is to help other women become something for themselves I truly believe that everything that I went through leading up to this point in my life has set me up to be able to understand and connect with women and then be able to help them in their own journey become successful for themselves like I truly believe that's my purpose on earth that's my why So my ladies, my women, my community, my students keep me going on top of the fact that I do want a better life for myself and for my child and my children. And I want to be able to travel and I want to have the freedom and I want to be able to have more kids and be able to take them places and go on trips and put them in as many sporting events or whatever it is that they want to do. I want to have the freedom to do that. Yeah, that keeps me going. But also knowing that there's so many women out there that need me. They need what I have to offer and I know what I have to offer can change their life. That is why I do what I do. That brings me to our next point of building your brand identity and foundation is your ideal client. Who are we talking to? Who are your people? And so many people are like, well, everyone could use my services. Everyone could benefit from what I'm doing. And that might be true. But when you're marketing and you're putting out your content and you're creating for your community, we have to narrow it down to who are we speaking to? Who is the, like, what are you an expert at? And then who do you help, right? Because if you're marketing to everyone, you're actually marketing to nobody because people will see that generic copy and think, oh, okay, she, she's a general VA. She helps anyone do anything. Like, 
there's a million of you, number one, and you're not an expert at anything. And so you'll be easily overlooked. Where when I turned my virtual assistant business into an agency, I had niched down into working with wedding professionals. So my expertise was that I helped wedding professionals build the back end of their business through general admin, but then also through workflows and HoneyBook and Dubsado. And then I ended up becoming more of an OBM, scaling to an agency because I was then viewed as an expert in the wedding industry. And with our agency, I like to still believe that I'm very much an expert in the wedding industry. I know the industry in and out. Um, there's just certain parts of the industry that if you're not in it, you don't understand it. And so with that being said, then I can charge higher or premium rates because I am an expert in an industry. I want you to think of it as like a, a doctor, right? A general doctor that you just go to for your checkups. Um, they're not a specialty. They just are like an overview doctor. You, your insurance likely covers most of those appointments or if not, it's a very low copay. If you go to your doctor for something specific, uh, like a heart issue or a foot issue, um, they will then refer you to a specialist who specializes in that one specific area. When you go to a heart specialist or a foot specialist, they then charge premium rates because they are an expert on that one thing that they're focusing on in your body. And we've, we're fine with paying those premium rates because they're a specialty doctor. Same thing when it comes to you. You either have to have a specialty service, like you are a social media manager, um, your, your specialty is like workflows or systems or something or a niche. And if you can hit both, you're even better off. Because if you can say, I am a tech OBM for wedding professionals, it's very easy to identify who you are, who you help, and how you help them immediately you then become the expert in that field and I want you to remember when you're marketing you want to be able to speak directly to one person like your copy is written as if you're speaking to that one person your ideal client so when they come across it they're immediately like yes this is me she is talking to me I need her services I need to work with her because she knows exactly what I want and what I need and so with that being said a lot of people will then be like, well, what if, um, you know, I, I want to work with women, but I could also work with men and I could do this, but I could do that. But you have to remember just because you're marketing to one specific person does not mean you won't be working with other people, right? I, my, of course, my brand is women, females, but within our agency, we've had tons of male clients and I love our male clients. Our male clients have been amazing. We've had lots of male DJs. Um, the wedding industry is also for men too. It's not just for women. And even though I was marketing a full-on pink brand to women, I still had men come to me and I still worked with them. So it's, it doesn't mean you can't or won't work with people outside of that niche. It's that you need to be able to write out your copy and marketing in a way that speaks directly to your people. So now that we've identified, you know, who we're working with, then becomes your mission. And your mission is a, a lot guided by your why that we spoke about a few minutes ago. But your mission is the overall mission of your business. What is the mission of your company? What are you guys trying to accomplish within your company? So in short, um, my mission for my business is to help women build a life that they not only love and not only that they're proud of, but that they deserve, which is where breadwinner energy comes from. I want the women who I work with to build a life for themselves, whatever that means for you. It does not matter your shape, your size, your color, where you're from. It does not matter. You're a woman 
you are entitled in my mind to be successful and you can be if you go after it. And I think that every woman who wants to be successful deserves it. Every woman who wants to make multi six figures, a million dollars, she deserves that life for herself. And I am dedicated to helping women achieve that for themselves. That is the mission of my business. I am so proud to be able to bring together women of color, different colors, different ethnicities, different ages from all over the world into our academy and bring them together to support each other, love each other, care about each other, and work together. Like there is nothing that brings me more joy in my life than to know I have created a business, a community for women to come together and feel safe and feel supported and not judged. And like they have people who care about them and it does not matter how old or young they are. It does not matter what they look like. It does not matter if they're black or white or it does not matter what you look like. You come to our community you are supported and you are loved and we care about you and you deserve success just like everyone else and I think more than anything the world needs that we need people to be able to come together and support each other right now and so I'm so proud to be able to have created a business that does that for women and that is my mission that is my goal in my business is to be able to bring that together for women So what is the mission of your business? What are you trying to achieve within your business? And when you're, when you're um, branding and you're putting out this copy and you're building out your brand, you want it to all tie together nicely. Like who you're working with, why you do what you do, your story, who you're helping. When you come across my business on Instagram or my website or whatever, I have all of this laid out for you. I have my story. I I tell you who I am. I tell you what I've been through. And then I also tell you, um, you know, who do I help and how do I help them and why do I want to do this? And that is what I want everyone to know when they come across to my page so that they can immediately say, yes, this is for me or no, this is not. And that is what we're trying to build with your brand identity, your brand foundation identity. It's a full story that you're telling your people. And then as well is your vision and your values. So what do you value um, in your business? And when I say values, um, it could be like religious beliefs even. It's completely up to you. This is your business and your brand. But what do you value? Like I value equality. I value diversity. Like those are the things that I want in my community. And so that I try to make sure that that shows through. But those are my values. And then people who relate and connect with me and have similar values work with me and people who don't don't and that's completely fine because I am weeding out the people who I don't want to work with by putting out my story by putting out my mission my vision my values my ideal client that easily speaks to my people and then easily speaks to the people to say we're not a good fit immediately right away right So with building out your brand foundation and your brand identity, yes, there are a lot of moving pieces and parts that go to it, but it's overall like a big house, essentially a big um, platform. And in that house that you're building your business, I've talked about this before, um, you have certain pieces that we need to build in the house before the house is complete, right? You wouldn't... um, you know, you wouldn't start painting walls before you're like putting in the electrical and, you know, I don't build houses, but I'm just assuming that's not how that goes. But with that being said, what I'm trying to say is that in our academy specifically, in my business specifically, I gave you a roadmap of how to build a business foundation 
very strongly so that you can scale. That is why we promote that your brand foundation and identity is built first before you do anything else. Um, Well, technically we do CEO mindset work and like future visioning work first so that we can get an idea of your future, but that's beside the point. Um, But building your brand is the first thing I want you to do. And then building out your business model and then building out your pricing, your packages, your offerings, your suite before you're ever marketing, before you're ever going on social media and creating content, before you're scaling, before you're outsourcing, is the foundational pieces of your business actually built? And if the answer is no, then they have to get built first, right? We're not inviting people into our home until our house is built and complete. And so yes, you can update your brand. Yes, you can update all these things after it's built. I'm not saying that because officially it's never really done, right? We could update forever. But what I'm trying to tell you is you cannot start marketing until your business is built because you're going to miss out on so many opportunities because people are going to come into a half-built business, a half-built home and be confused and not understand who you are and what you're doing and what your story is. And then they're going to leave and not come back or or they'll leave and then you won't see them for a long time. Where if they come to a built home and they really understand who you are and who you help and what you're doing, they're immediately drawn in and connected with you and they're ready to join your email list, your text list. They're ready to chat with you, collaborate with you, work with you, hire you, whatever. But you've got to build the home. And building your brand foundation and your brand identity is a huge part of your home. And in my mind, it's non-negotiable. If you don't have those pieces built... I don't know how you're connecting with people, honestly. And if you are, I don't know how you're doing it on a consistent basis. So building your brand foundation and identity is one of the most important things that you're going to do in your business. And it's got to be done first. As always, thank you so much for listening today. This has been quite a long episode, but I think very important. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you on the next episode.